Welcome back to the Plank Show. TJ in for Chris and a Josh momentarily. This hour brought to you by Roof Tech of Oklahoma, locally owned and operated for 30 years. Josh Tucker, Roof Tech, for all of your roofing needs. Give them a call, 405-703-4245. They guarantee the highest quality workmanship in the roofing industry. 405-703-4245. So signing day yesterday, women with the uh, big victory down in Waco. Uh, The other news nationally, obviously, playing out is in the NFL with uh, Brian Flores, the lawsuit he's brought against the – the NFL and his claims that he was given bonuses to lose at the end of seasons, uh, 100000 per loss during the 2019 season. You've had uh, Hugh Jackson, some other coaches come out and kind of back that their franchises did something similar, which, I, I mean, everybody knows much like in the NBA, teams out there, especially at the end of seasons, try to tank to position themselves better in the draft. Uh, and there's no doubt that some st- uh, teams probably do that um, even heading into seasons. They know the writing on the wall. They know where they stand going into a season. They know the upcoming draft class and who that quarterback might be, who that you know top defensive guy might be that they want to structure things for. It's just... This look is terrible for the NFL when you consider that they're offering bonuses and incentives to try to reach that point. Because the myth they want out there, the the belief they want out there with the general public is we're trying to win every one of these games, which should be the case. And that's what you know Brian Flores is saying here, that he didn't want to go into a situation where he was tanking games or purposely calling games in a way that would help the Dolphins lose. And the NFL can't have that out there. It's a terrible look for them. Uh, It's going to lead to probably the draft and how you obtain that number one pick being changed or at least talked about. They're going to at least have to act like they're going to look into those situations and maybe restructure how... Um, the order of the draft goes, be it a lottery system, whatever it may be, that maybe if you do these things, you still may not end up with that number one pick. It's just an absolute mess of a look for them. I mean, adding on top of the situation that they're dealing with, you know, and the allegations with the Rooney Rule and everything, that uh, the other um, topics that he's brought up. So uh, Stephen Ross responding late last night that the allegations uh, – are false, malicious, defamatory, that that they're going to uh, defend his personal integrity as well as the integrity of the organization, but we'll see what type of evidence he has of this because it could get really bad if uh, he's got text messages or emails or whatever proof he may need that that was actually offered to him and he was given bonuses to, to basically tank games in a... 2019 season and, and and perhaps other seasons as well for the Dolphins. Uh, let's go over to the phone lines. Darla's been holding on. Good morning, Darla. Good morning. How are we today? Uh, fine. I'd just like to say that um, I'm I'm very happy with the recruiting class of 2022. I think they did a great job. 
tremendous job, especially in the midst of a coaching change. You had a controversial uh, manner in which Lincoln Riley left town. It could have gone. It could have gone south really quick. And you know the way Joe Castiglione and Bob Stoops and the current uh, the uh, staff that was currently in place that's still here with you know Kel and Demarco and all the others. The way they held it together, just a tremendous job by them, and just unbelievable with how it turned out. And I have a suggestion for programming sometime. I would like to see us have Lou Roselli on again sometime. We haven't had it heard from him in a long time. Okay, I'll see if uh, one of the guys can uh, get him on for okay, you, Darla. Okay, thanks. All right, appreciate it, Darla. Lou Roselli. We'll see if we uh, maybe Plank can have uh, Coach Lou on. Uh, oh, let me turn up his mic. Josh is back with us. I'm back! He's back. We've been uh, discussing uh, Brian Flores there a little bit right before I went to Darla. First segment, I actually played Jimbo's audio and his, his clown show rant and uh, so sliced good. bread and everything else that was going on with that thing. So um, that's basically what we've been into while you've been out. With I us. love it. It's so good. You know, as much as, again, like I said earlier, Jimbo Fisher does come across like somebody whose girlfriend accused him of cheating – and then screaming out, I was not unfaithful. Right. Even though he was, in fact, unfaithful. <laughs> it was a great rant, was it not? It was a great rant. I'm not a Jimbo Fisher fan. And like I said earlier, I think he's a sleazeball. And I think he's probably, <laughs> like, that's what I was saying. Like, when he's throwing out, I hate when coaches throw out, hey, I know what they're doing over there. Why don't you go look in their club? Like, don't do that because you don't want anybody coming and digging deep on you either. Like, everybody's got something in that closet that you don't want someone coming and digging for. Now, this NIL stuff, I don't know what you're coming and digging for because it's just out there. Like, uh, I don't know what the rules are. Nobody else knows what the rules are. Like, I don't know what you're going to get caught, you know, and get in trouble with. But don't act like you're not using it to your advantage right now. This is from the text line, by the way. Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Wonder how many palms Jimbo had to grease in order to get that number one class. A&M not paying players. They're buying them outright. Now Jimbo can do things legally and not like he had to illegally way back when just to get a top-of-the-tier player. One more on Jimbo here. Jumbo! Yes, Jumbo! (laughs) Another nine-win season. Overhyped. Also, Portal will destroy Jumbo's number one ranked signing class. Jumbo's such a class act himself. Just ask Florida State. Tremendous individual, if you ask a Seminole fan. Yes, he is, uh, I'm sure, well-liked by Florida State Seminoles fans. Part of the NIL deal thing, he was trying to act like it was some bad thing, like he wasn't going to be involved with at all or anything. Like Embrace it with it being what it is, man. Say, hey, if we can get our guys opportunities and work with businesses and um, help with our recruiting classes in the process of that. I, I say embrace it at this point. Like, what are you running from? Like, what are you trying to act like it's just all oh, your, your, your great charm in the living rooms of all these, uh, yeah, you these make kids? It, you make it sleazy by acting like that isn't happening. Right. It is happening. Like, if you just say, hey, Texas A&M is set up to – Offer some of the best name, image, and likeness deals in the country. Just like we're competitive 
in the Southeastern Conference, we will be competitive with anybody nationally in terms of name, image, and likeness deals. I, Jimbo Fisher, am not directly involved in name, image, and likeness deals, but it's my understanding that the deals that our players have received are as competitive or better than anybody nationally. I mean, that's the way to You answered that better it. than he did. <laughs> You got to throw in a sliced bread, though. <laughs> I don't care what sliced bread said. <laughs> the fact that he said sliced bread a couple of times was just amazing. Kept, kept saying it, too, and then threw the Notre Dame AD out there like, Notre Dame thought it was a prestigious school. They're talking about sliced bread. <laughs> I have to say, it really – it was great publicity for that article. I really I, – like, I want to read that article now. From sliced bread. Toby said this morning, he goes, man, how many followers did sliced bread get yesterday? <laughs> oh, a bunch. You had to have. From one coach that is not involved in name, image, and likeness, don't you dare accuse Jimbo Fisher of anything of the sort, to Coach Venables, who was talking about soul and what it can, what, what he wants that program at Oklahoma to do for uh, his his program. Here was Coach Venables. At any point in time, God can take football and he can rip it out of your life. And you know what? It's okay. You know, life's not. That's life will just really begin uh, through that process. And that we're still going to love you anyway, and you're still going to be a great man. And uh, and 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 so we really that's that's the sole mission in a very small nutshell uh, is is mentoring. It's equipping. Um, it's empowering, uh, it's um, facilitating their growth as, as uncommon men. We want to be the uncommon program in college football, winning at the very highest level but doing it the right way, uh, being genuine and authentic, relational, not transactional. That was uh, courtesy of Sooner Sports, by the way, talking about soul, which uh, at Oklahoma, Caleb Kelly will be involved over there Josh Norman will be involved over there I still don't fully understand what exactly they do I would uh maybe maybe coach Venables was asked about that yesterday we didn't Tyler and I were on the air so I didn't get to just sit down and listen to the entirety of the press conference that's probably something I'll do well as soon as we sign off at noon I'll, I'll go back and listen to Venables I know that coach Roof spoke to and I think was it Todd Bates who was the the other coach that I believe spoke? It was Bates, yeah. I didn't hear the part on Soul either. Toby said this morning, and I can't remember if it was on the Zoom session yesterday or the the sit down he had with him. It may have been the sit down that he had with him, and it's on Sooner Sports. He said he got in quite in depth into. Okay, that, well so, that yeah. yeah that would be good. I I I know that again. You you listen to that clip right there, and you can tell a lot of the things that Coach Venables has preached since he. First had the introductory press conference inside the Everett Center and the introductory press conference over at the stadium immediately following the celebration at the Everett Center. It's relational. It's not transactional. Oklahoma, we want to serve your heart, not your talent. We, we know that life outside of football, that's a big part of what Coach Venables in this program, what he wants it to be about. But uh, I would like to know a few more of the the nuts and bolts, the details of exactly just what some of these positions, you know, Caleb Kelly being a part of the program, okay, very exciting. Love that. Josh Norman, a part of the program, very exciting. Love that. Just 
for simply my curiosity, would like a, a little bit of an in-depth explanation, which sounds like happened with Toby in Sooner Sports, and I just need to, <laughs> I need to do my research. I apologize with signing day and hosting a couple of shows this week, and we've got uh, our golf show coming up on Saturday. I've been been busy, people. I haven't had I, enough I, time. And I know in one of their roles, I can't remember who whose role it is, but part of that is um, continuing to build that relationship with former players and keeping them tied to the university and keeping that line of communication there with guys as they leave the university, be it to the pros or off into their life for a career and family and everything. And that's one of the roles. I think it may be Josh's uh, role in that is – um, former player former relations, player relations, yeah, is which a big I think part is huge. Yeah. It's it's huge. You think back to TJ, and it was widely regarded, and it was a success when Oklahoma most recently had its barbecue at the stadium, right, and had the vehicles on the field, and a bunch of former Sooner stars were there in attendance. Hey, that's great, and it was huge, and it made an impact. On, on this uh, recruiting class for Oklahoma. But when you come calling for the Adrian Petersons and all of these great Sooner, Sooner greats, all these former players that did such amazing things at OU, when, you, when it's not frequent that you're reaching out to the Adrian Petersons, the, the Gerald McCoys, on and on and on, you, you, get, you catch the drift. When it's once in a blue moon and it's, hey, can you come be a part of this event – it would have to feel on some level a little disingenuous, right? It, it, then you get into a little bit of what Brent Venables is talking about there to where it's – and I'm sure those guys, those former players, TJ, I can't imagine that they feel any kind of way about it. They feel indebted in a certain degree to the University of Oklahoma for their success. Absolutely. It, it was built here, but it does get back to that word that Venables likes to use. It, it, I could see where some of those former players, if it's not – consistent communication to where it would feel transactional oh you want me to come back for this big event so you can sign these players and I can understand where you would be rubbed the wrong way by that I guess is what I'm saying if it's you haven't you haven't reached out to me in seven years and now all of a sudden you want me to come pop in for this big barbecue event I like that Brent Vittables has has a piece of his football staff involved in regularly letting former players know, hey, you're you're still a part of this. Once you've played at the University of Oklahoma, it's family, and that doesn't change. I think that – I think you'll see the fruits of that effort over time. I hope so because I think it's important. And, and I think some of this probably – you saw some guys commenting over the last you – know, you know, back when the Lincoln thing was going on and he first left and everything, you saw some guys – kind of going off on Twitter a little bit about how some things had been being done and that they hadn't heard from anyone in a while. And so I think some of that was seen and, and, and heard by, you know, the administration and the staff and, and really are going to work towards bettering that. So cause I think some things kind of slipped off a little bit over the last few years. Let's table this text message that got sent to us and let's hit it after this T.O., we can talk some Jim Harbaugh, too. I've been wanting to dive into Jim Harbaugh staying at Michigan this morning. That was uh, the report last night after the day before. It's, hey, he's out from somebody tied into Michigan. The Wolverine.com saying, hey, he's 
plans to sign with the Minnesota Vikings. Now that's all changed. The text is this, by the way, to, just to tease it here. Do you think Marcus Major takes off this year? Let's dive into that next. Final hour. It's the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. The home of Sooner fans back after this. We are tick-tocking toward noon, which means our time is nearly expired, at least for this Thursday, right here on the Plank Show. We still got a little bit of time, though, so if you want to chime in with myself, which Josh Helmer back with you alongside TJ Perry, you still have time to do that on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line, 405-329-9000. Ear Comfort Solutions text line, that's available as well, 405-651-3439. I should tell you, this uh, final hour of the Plank Show, it's brought to you by Rooftech of Oklahoma, locally owned and operated for 30 years. Call Josh Tucker at Rooftech for all of your roofing needs, 405-703-4245, where they guarantee the highest quality workmanship in the roofing industry. So before the break, shared the text with you. Do you think Marcus Major takes off this year? One word response for you. Yes. (laughs) I think Marcus Major... My bold prediction, which is not really all that bold at all, I think he's going to finish as Oklahoma's leading rusher in 2022. Like it, love it, hate it, TJ. No, I love it. I'm in complete agreement with you. I think he has a uh, a big year and is a major part of this offense this coming season. Absolutely. That's why I'm with you. Yes was the easy answer there on that text. Eric Gray's going to be a factor, of course, in the backfield, and I guess going in – he would be the leader in the clubhouse, you would think. Something tells me that it's going to wind up being major, though. And I actually think both Javante Barnes and Gavin Sachuk have a chance to come in and legitimately contribute right away at Oklahoma. Eric Gray, I don't want to uh, sit here and, and bash by any means, but and maybe this is my own fault. I, I'm, I guess had different expectations, but 50th nationally in both receiving yardage for a running back and receptions for a running back. I thought that number was going to be a lot higher for Eric Gray. And it's two things here. Number one, maybe my expectations were a little unrealistic. And number two, <laughs> did Steely just arrive? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> there was a, I'm kind of worried now. A loud boom. That's uh, our man Parker. Parker's in the building. He's made it. He made it. Parker's in the house. And then number two, the coaching staff, TJ, might not have done a great enough job putting Eric Gray in situations to be successful. So probably shouldn't completely write off Eric Gray for 2022. But something tells me Marcus Major is going to wind up winning this job. He's going to be the leading rusher on this team. And I think he's going to be the featured running back for Oklahoma next season. Yeah, and I'm not writing him off. I think he'll he'll have uh, you know his moments, and I think he'll be quite productive with this team. I just don't see him as the featured guy by the time it's all said and done. I think that's Marcus Major. Before we hop to the phones, Doc B, I see hanging on, Jim Harbaugh. So it felt like this was almost over for Jim Harbaugh. 
He he's planning to sign with the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, he's rumored for the Miami Dolphins. And then the reports yesterday, well, Jim Harbaugh's interview with the Vikings, and now he's telling the Michigan brass he's back, he's here to stay. What do you make of all of this? I don't know if it was – do you think Jim Harbaugh went into this thinking he was more desired than what he really was? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's what it says. I think he thought, you know, they're going to fight over me. I'm going to have my choice here. I'm going to get money that well exceeds what I'm getting at Michigan, which is a pretty good chunk of change. And I'm going to have these two teams fighting over me. And I think he got in there and realized – Oh, well, maybe they've got their eyes on some other people, and I'm not the front runner here for both these jobs. Um, I think this, the way it all played out publicly and everything, and him being so open about it, you mentioned some things that were going to be used against him in recruiting. This is one. I think this is going to be used against him. Teams are going to say, look, he's not done with the NFL bug. He wants to go back, and he's going to find a position at some point that fits him because I think in the end he wants a shot at run, making a run at a Super Bowl. If I, I think it's going to be used against him in recruiting over the next couple of years. Totally agree. If I'm anybody else, yeah, him anybody else recruiting a kid home, yeah. that is interested or committed to Michigan or Michigan's one of the other schools in the mix, absolutely I'm telling mom and dad, well, you know, the only thing I worry about with Michigan is, is he really going to be there for the long haul? Can you trust that? He did just interview for the Vikings. I don't know, I, I don't know if you guys saw that on the news. That – absolutely will and will I think be it's true him. I think he does want that shot again and but I think he wants it in a situation where he feels it's on a he's not going to have much work in order to get a franchise there he wants some things in place and I I, I do think that's part of I think that eats at him a little bit that he wants that Super Bowl I'll give Plank the props this morning he was he was yelling yesterday morning. I don't he did. buy I, it. I heard that. Yeah. I don't buy it. NFL newsbreakers break NFL news, and he wound up coming up aces on this. Which Plank, by the way, will be back as regularly scheduled tomorrow morning, where he will be doing victory laps on this Jim Harbaugh. Maybe getting dropped off at showtime on the bus, but he'll be back. Yeah. yeah but right. Yeah. The bus might arrive just in time for the show tomorrow. Doc B has been hanging in there. The good doctor, Doc B. Good morning. What's up? Getting close. Softball and baseball 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 getting close. Right here on us. Getting close. Yeah, I um, four Sooners uh, for softball recently named to uh, what? The uh, Team USA team coming up this summer. And four players, I think, were preseason all Big 12, which – or – it might it might have been more than that, but no, it's exciting. I mean, sooner softball everywhere you look. This is typically the one. weather where this would have fallen on the opening weekend of OU baseball in Norman. <laughs> right. <laughs> the yeah, one good thing that we do know, Dobby, is two weeks from uh, Friday, weather will not be an issue for the opening series for the Oklahoma baseball team. Knocking on wood here, Arlington, Texas. I guess travel could play an issue, but the the uh, venue will not being down in Arlington. So. In Texas, Arlington, Texas, home of the Rangers. That's right. Home of the Rangers. You got to love it. Are you fired up for baseball, Doc B? Uh, oh, yeah. Which, by the way, friendly reminder for everybody, your home for Sooner Baseball right here. Uh, on draft. That's right, baby. Right here. 
Doc, hey, appreciate the phone call this morning, man. Have a good one. Stay safe out there. Stay warm. And, uh, I mean, hey, if you if hey, you stocked hey, up on hey, groceries hey, and all that. Hey, hey you're doing a good job. Hey, thanks. Yeah, we we think we occasionally. Everybody did a good job. Everybody a good job. I'm saying everybody a good job. Everybody. Appreciate that, Doc. Thank you, Doc. Some kind words this morning. Some very uh, be kind safe, words. Okay. Be, be, be safe. All right, Doc. You too, buddy. If you don't have to get out, don't get out if you're stocked up on groceries and all of that just just keep it locked in on the ref man fire up the fireplace whatever crank the heater hang out at the house and we got you covered right here on the home of sooner fans one final segment right after this it's the plank show josh and tj back with you on the ref roof tech of oklahoma brings you the final hour every day of the plank show right here on the ref sports radio network Today's no different. 11 o'clock hour brought to you by Rooftech of Oklahoma. Locally owned and operated for 30 years. Call Josh Tucker at Rooftech for all of your roofing needs. 405-703-4245 where they guarantee the highest quality work workmanship in the roofing industry. A bunch of you out there have been asking, okay, hey, wait a tick. Where can I find that interview that Toby Rowland had with Oklahoma head football coach Brent Venables. Uh, Sooner Sports Podcast, I, I believe, is is where you can find it. So you can search that in any of, well, any any of the places you listen to the Sooner Sports Podcast, Spotify, you name it, Apple, Apple Podcasts, I think. Or the other thing you can do is look up T-Row on Twitter, at T-Row-O-U, and just – Scrolled just a little ways down, and there it is. Toby's retweeted it. The uh, signing day coverage, his interview with Coach Venables. So, for those of you that are looking for that. We also just got word, too. You may get some more information today, maybe about Soul and some other things with Venables. He's doing another media availability today because he felt bad about the connection problems yesterday. So, he's going to meet with everyone again today at, at 3. And they think that the... The connection issues won't be a problem. Oh, is that right? So, yeah, he's man. He's just he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, he is. He's like I felt bad, and, and yeah, they just oh, you just sent out word that he's having more of media media availability today. So well, I wonder if we're going to carry any of that today. We'll see. It's there available for you. So yeah, well, I'll leave that up to Tyler McComas on what he would like to do uh this via the let, let's just play cleanup before we get out of here on the text line air comfort solutions text line 405-651-3439 you guys should use that last doc b call to promote ou baseball well i think we did i think you said <laughs> you can listen to it right here uh on sports uh, you know 1400 a.m we'll have the games and have them streaming for you uh, uh starting two weeks from tomorrow i think they want us to to put something together like a spot oh uh, a, like an actual promo yeah like a yeah. promo well doc would probably come in and cut one for me if i asked him to <laughs> yeah i know well d- don't come in anytime soon doc don't I mean, come in today no, no. L- let this thing melt away uh brent may need oec fiber for his internet provider if it's available he was lagging out pretty bad during that zoom the audio reminded me of the commercial where the mom's face is cutting out and she's trying to zoom with her <laughs> facetime with her kids and she looks like something out of a horror movie that's what his audio reminded me of yesterday man i, and I felt so bad for all of the you know, well, not really so much for the reporters, really just kind of for Brent because, you know, he's trying to do a good job on the signing day and it just did not uh, 
turn out all that great. Let's see. Suggestion here for some to listen to Teddy and Gabe's podcast, extended commentary, interview with Caleb Kelly about Seoul. That's from Chase in OC. Eric Gray, too easy to tackle due to his size. If he's not in space, it's tough for him to get loose. Not really meant to be a between-the-tackles runner. Yeah, there's probably some truth to that there. But, again, that's on the coaching staff to find ways to be creative in the way that they call plays and the way that they sequence plays to put Eric Gray in the best positions to be successful. And, again, I thought – Part of this is just because Kennedy Brooks was so good. Once Kennedy Brooks from that Kansas State game on took the running back job and ran away and hid with it, you, you just you couldn't really justify giving a certain amount of the workload to Eric Gray or putting him on the field for a set number of snaps. But uh, I would have thought Eric Gray more than number 50 in both receiving yardage and receptions. We'll see if that number goes up in 2022. But... The way Oklahoma uses him, that's part of it too. The the places you have Eric Gray catching the football on the field. And we saw, I think, in the, the Valero Alamo Bowl, I thought Cale Gundy and his staff did a better job of using Eric Gray in that game. That's it for us. We made it, people. Plank, he'll be back as regularly scheduled tomorrow. Sooner women, big dub last night. That's why Plank was uh, out today as they make their way Back home to Norman. Safe travels. Everybody be safe. That's it for TJ and I on the Plank Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll do it again tomorrow. Until then, Steely and Thune at noon is next right here on the Rev Sports Radio Network.